0: today on Commitment to Truth.
1: When we hear the Word of God, it renews our faith. It renews our strength. It gives us hope. It gives us the answers to our problem, to the difficult times that we're going through. So that anytime you have a need, you don't need a counselor. You don't need a preacher. You don't need nobody. Just open up your Bible and say, Lord, today I am in need of this. Show me where to find the answer, and I guarantee you, when you open up the Word of God, that Word of God will speak to your heart, will edify you, and every time,
0: the answer will refresh you. Welcome to Commitment to Truth, the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Each week, Pastor Cedric Brown and the pastoral team at Commitment Church strive to draw you into a deeper relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This week, we continue a series titled Refreshing. It's what we need and what we should give. As the Apostle Paul was often refreshed by Anessa for us, we too are called to bring refreshment to others. It may be to refresh those who have faithfully served you. Nevertheless, it is everyone's eternal calling to provide refreshment to one another. We should never find ourselves doing the opposite of refreshing, like depressing, destroying, damaging, hurting, discouraging, or breaking. When we're with one another, we should be able to cool off, recover, breathe, feel revived, and refreshed. Here's Pastor Jose Torres, teaching pastor at Commitment Church, with today's message. Amen. So,
1: we continue our sermon series refreshing. And throughout the month, Pastor Cedric and Sister Lisa last week We're speaking about refreshing the marriages. So it's just not refreshing the one person in the home, but refreshing the entire family with what God has in store. And today I have the honor and the the, uh, pleasure of speaking today about refreshing servant. You may say, what is a refreshing servant? That's us. That's you. That's me. We're servants of God that need to be refreshed at all times so that we can be ready to serve God according to his will, according to where he wants to take us. Remember the sermon series before? We were asking God to take us to that new pond, to, fret, to fish for that new fish that's out there, that's wandering, that needs to be brought in. Well, we need to be refreshed so that we can go and refresh them. Second Timothy Chapter 2. We're going to start reading from verse 20 to 26. And the word of the Lord says this. And now a large house. There are not only gold and silver vessels, but also vessels of wood and earthen word. And some to honor and some to dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the, these things... He will be a vessel of honor, sanctify, useful to the master. Prepare for every good work. Now flee from your youthful lusts and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace. With those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. But refuse foolish and ignorant speculations knowing that they produce quarrels. The Lord's bondservant must not be quarrelsome, but be kind to all, able to teach, patient when wrong, with gentleness, correcting those who are in opposition. If perhaps God may grant them repentance, leading to the knowledge of the truth, and they may come to, to their senses and escapes the snare of the devil having been held captive by him to do his will. I first want to define the word bond service or bond servant. The word bond means this. A binding agreement Or a covenant, a binding agreement or a covenant. That's what the Webster Book says. I didn't make this up, but that's what the word says. It's a binding agreement, it's to coming into an agreement. Servant, one that serves others. So, what is a bond servant in the Bible? Many people say, well, it's a slave. It was a slave that owed uh, his master you know, his service. But that slave did it in a way that he was bonded to that master. He was in agreement with that master. He made a covenant with that master to pay off his debt so that he could be free. So he wasn't reluctant to do what the master told him because he understood that was his master. He recognized him as his master. We Christians... Paul says, we are bond servants. We are bonded. We're in covenant with who? With Christ, our master, to do his will at all times. Verse 20 says, now in a large house, there are not only gold and silver vessels, beautiful, clean, shiny, but they're vessels of wood and earthly wood." some for honor some bring honor some for dishonor when we avoid being a bond servant doing the will of god doing what our master has instructed us to do when we avoid that when we say ah, i don't want to be in covenant with you lord i don't want to be your bond servant i don't want to do what you tell me to do we become vessels of dishonor We become vessels that are not worthy to be used by God. Because we start to look at the things of this earth, the sinful things that attract us, those easy things that attract us. I could easily be at home watching sports all day. That makes me feel good. So I ain't going to church today. My favorite team's on TV. The Super Bowl is on TV. I can go watch the Super Bowl. I can watch my favorite basketball team play basketball today because, you know, my favorite player is there. So I ain't going to go serve at the church. I'm not going to be at the church. And we lose out in the blessings and the refreshing that God wants to uh, put upon us. When you find yourself looking at the earthly things, looking at the sinful things, looking at what this flesh desires, we become dishonorable in front of God, not youthful vessels for God. We find ourselves sometimes in those traps where we don't want to do what the master sends us to do. And he then says, you know, if you're going to be reluctant to do it, I'm not going to force you to do it. Someone else within this large house I can use that's ready to do it. Maybe it's the newest person in the church that came. He's willing to serve, and he doesn't know where to serve. And God has given you the honor and the privilege to serve, and you turn it down. God passes it on to that person. Then you ask, why aren't they using me? You know, I'm just as capable as he. I'm just as good as him. I've been here longer than him. Because you choose not to do the work of God. You're not in covenant with God. You're not doing what he's instructing you to do. And because you're avoiding it, he can't refresh you. He can't use you to refresh others. So keep in mind when you are wanting to be a servant of God, that means you are surrendering completely. You're becoming his slave. Giving to all that he instructs you to do. Not what the pastor asks you to do. Not what the deacons ask you to do. Not what the ushers ask you to do. But what God puts in your heart to do. That is what he is looking for. He's looking for a pure heart. And when we do seek him, we become vessels of honor. Because we then bring him honor. When we're doing God's work... What we are doing it for is not for our glory. It's not for our own pleasure. It is not for our own, you know, gratification. It is for the honoring of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's to lead others to Jesus Christ. It's to do the work of Jesus Christ here on earth. We are his disciples. We are his ambassadors. We are his vessels that he wants to use in any occasion that he deemed it to use you. So be ready at all times to serve God. And how do you do that? By seeking him at all times. When you wake up in the morning, pray to God. Thank God for another day. Because many people don't wake up to the next day. There are people that are suffering sickness. They've been told that they have cancer and that's all they think about. Because that's all they're battling against. And you that are healthy... Can't praise your God for giving you good health. And you that can stand up and go to work, don't thank him for that job. But you complain about your boss, that he's too rough on you. He's giving you too much workload. Thank God that you have a job. There are people on the streets today that are homeless, begging for that opportunity to be in a job so that they can get sustenance for their lives. Thank him for all that he does with a pure heart. And it says, not only that, be kind. Be kind to others. Sometimes that's hard. But we got to do it. Because God sent his son to be kind to us. We didn't deserve what he gave us. But in his mercy and his grace and his love, he chose to die on the cross for us. That's what we remember today. That he died on the cross for us. And because he shed that blood, because he demonstrated kindness and mercy and grace to us, we can stand here today and praise him and thank him because he has given us new life. He has refreshed us from that old man that we were to the new man that we are. Or that new woman that we were to that new woman that we are. To be God's bondservant is to be in covenant with our Lord, willing to self-commit to permanent service to our Lord. We must be willing to commit willingly to serving permanently our Lord, not just sometimes, not when we desire it, but when he calls us to do it. So you have to be ready at all time to serve, to serve with others, to to just be praising God like we're doing today, joining others in praise in the house of worship. What joy brings me to hear the worship team praising God with all their heart, leading us into the presence of God And then hearing my brothers and sisters, although I may not see you because my back is turned, but I can hear the presence of God moving within the church because I hear praises going out. I hear people crying. I hear people saying, thank you, Lord. Like Brother Juan said, we serve a living God. And if you serve a living God, why can't we raise our voices? We do it in the stadiums. We scream for our favorite player when he makes a touchdown. Why not scream for the Lord that by the end of the service, you don't have a voice to say anything else. God bless you, you know, Amen. but you know that you know that you've been refreshed Amen. with the presence of God, yes. that you've been filled with the presence of God. And that, that is what starts the refreshing. The word of God refreshes us. When we hear the Word of God, what it does, it renews our faith. It renews our strength. It gives us hope. It gives us the answers to our problems, to the difficult times that we're going through. The answer to all, all things that happen on this earth are found in this book. Why? Because it is the Word of God, the spoken Word of God, inspired through men, So that anytime you have a need, you don't need a counselor. You don't need a preacher. You don't need nobody. Just open up your Bible and say, Lord, today I am in need of this. Show me where to find the answer. And I guarantee you, when you open up the word of God, that word of God will speak to your heart, will edify you. And you might read the same verse 20 different times in 20 different situations. And every time, the answer will refresh you. The Word will refresh you at all times. So let's not avoid the Bible. Let's let's not bring the Bible to church on Sunday, but open it up on Monday. Open it up on Tuesday. Open it up on Wednesday. Every day we need the Word of God to refresh us and to give us guidance so that we can be in the will of God, in the covenant of God. This word refreshes us. It is like living water that flows. And it penetrates our hearts, our minds, our soul. It penetrates our body. It cleanses us. And it fills us with a joy that we cannot explain to any other unless they experience themselves. And that's why we express it to them. Like, you don't understand this joy, but you want this joy. And you share that joy to refresh them. So don't avoid... Don't avoid being a bond servant of Christ. Don't avoid it. You might think, "Oh, I'm a slave. Oh, that's oh, that's degrading." No! To be a bond servant of God is to be in the presence of God, the royalty that is over all royalty, and that makes you even more special as a servant of God. There is no negativity in being a bond servant. There is pleasure, there is love, there's mercy, there's grace. There is Jesus Christ reflecting through you when you are bondservant. So let us be vessels of honor and not vessels of dishonor. Let us not submit to our flesh and to our earthly desires. Let us not be in sin constantly. But you know how your favorite cup in your house for your coffee gets dirty and you throw it in the sink? If you don't wash it, you can't use it again. It's the same concept here. You have to be washed every time it gets dirty. So when you slip up, because we're going to slip up. We're human. When you slip up, don't think that, oh, I'm not worthy anymore. He's just going to cast me to the side. No, he's going to say, hey, I can clean you. Some soap, some water, clean it up with some. Sometimes it's hot water. Ooh, it hurts. It hurts. But it's good for us. But it's good for us. And it cleanses that cup and he can reuse that cup again. So you are that vessel. When your enemy tells you that you've fallen, that you can't get up, (laughs) don't believe that lie. Just go to the word. Say, God, forgive me. Help me not to do this again. Cleanse me from my sins. Help me to restore myself. Refresh me. Clean me so that I can be the vessel of honor that you call me to be. To be a vessel of honor opens up doors. So now that we can go into our second part How can we refresh one another? How can I refresh my brother? sister that is in need of refreshing. It starts with you. Like I told you, You have to be refreshed in order to be able to refresh. You have to be filled that your cup is overflowing. Like the brother said this morning, Carl said, that we feel the overflowing of his presence in our lives. This morning, my cup was overflowing. I don't know when Pastor Juan instructed us to go and say, hey, tell somebody Jesus lived. I don't know if you heard me screaming and looking at people dead in the face. My God lives, you know, because I believe it. I know it. I've been refreshed. And because he lives, I can scream it. I can yell it and not be embarrassed of the way I act for Jesus. You may think I'm crazy, but I want to be crazy for my Lord. I want to be crazy for my Lord. Because for him, when, when crazy people come around, people tend to tend to look at them more. They they tend to pay attention more. So let's be crazy for Jesus and let's just praise his name and glorify his name and present his name out to those that maybe wouldn't pay attention to us if we were just speaking like this in such a religious way. But when you say, my Jesus lives, my Lord loves you, my Lord can resolve your problem, he can heal you, he can rescue you, that person's going to be like, well, that guy is crazy, but wow, man, what he's saying is uh, really strong. You know, maybe I need to listen to Him. So be crazy for Jesus, Him, and do His will.
2: Hello, my name is Sarah Vega, and I am the Administrative and Executive Director here at Commitment Church. I hope you've enjoyed today's message by Pastor Cedric Brown. If you didn't know, Pastor Cedric also sends out encouraging videos weekly. We call these the weekly wire. We can send these encouraging videos directly to you by subscribing at www.loveallnations.org here's an example of the encouragement you'll receive i don't know about you but i've gone through life trusting in the word of many people trusting in the word of my employer a close friend even my spouse listen even myself but there's a bible verse that says this not one word of all the good words which the Lord has spoken, has failed. When I listen to that passage of scripture, that gives me great comfort that every single word, every single dot or tittle in God's word that he has spoken concerning me will never fail. God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. Has he not said it? Will he not do it? Has he not spoken it? Will he not make it good? So the next time you're waiting with bated breath on the words of someone you know or love or need help from, uh, put your stock in the Word of God, the, the character of God, right? The person of God, the Word of God, and you can rest assured it will never fail you. We hope you enjoyed this sample of our Weekly Wire. Again, to subscribe to your weekly inspiration, refreshment, and encouragement, please visit www.loveallnations.org.
0: Thank you again for listening to our series, Refreshing, From Commitment to Truth, the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. Please tune in next week to hear the continuation of our series, Refreshing, It's What We Need and What We Should Give. If you want to listen to the previous messages in this series, Or if you want to hear messages from other series, visit Commitment Church on YouTube or Pastor Cedric Brown on Spotify, Pandora, or other podcast providers. You can also visit us on our website, commitmentchurch.org. And if you live in the Philadelphia, Delaware, or South Jersey area, we would love to see you in person as well. You can attend any of our services by visiting us at 2 Berlin Road South, Lindenwald, New Jersey, 08021. Thank you again for listening and have a blessed and wonderful day.